Welcome to the Stay Tuned Podcast. My name is Anthony Canonico and I'll be your host. This week, Christian and I are going to discuss Mac Miller and our favorite Mac Miller mixtapes. We're going to talk about Tory Lanez's New Toronto 3. We're going to discuss Tech 9s upcoming album. We'll talk about Drake and his performance so far in 2020. And then I'll give my thoughts on Janae Aiko's Cholombo. Welcome to the second episode of the Stay Tuned Podcast. Uh, thanks for checking in. How are you today, Christian? I'm doing good. Uh, quarantine's going. Went to get groceries. Waited like 30 minutes in line for that. Yeah, I was at a, the LCBO for like an hour the other day just waiting. It was wrapped around the building. It was terrible. Fuck. It's not yeah. that bad here. So. Oh. Yeah, it's brutal. I also went like right when it opened, so I don't know if people were just there. But yeah, no, yeah. that was brutal. Um, anyways, let's get started with, uh, today we have a topic I'm pretty excited about, which is, uh, Mac Miller. Ooh. Nothing really specific, you know, just want to talk about Mac. We recently launched a massive playlist on our site, uh, Stay Tuned Media. Um, I'll drop a link in the bio to that. Anyways, though, this playlist, it just features pretty much all the Mac songs that aren't on streaming services. Um, I know you knew this, Christian, I'm talking to everyone else. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got, uh, everything on there. We got pretty much all of his Lucy's. I think there's a couple like unreleased snippets and all that stuff in there. We got, um, most of his mixtapes are available for download on the site too. Um, so yeah, everyone take some time to go check those out. So I guess if we're just going to talk about Mac, I want to start, uh, tell me about your experiences with him. I know we're both pretty big fans. So yeah, I started listening to him. I think around when I was like 15, 14, that's when I started listening to him. I thought it was chill. Uh, the more I listened to him, the more I kind of like listen to the messages behind his music and shit and I don't know I just fell in love with it uh usually whenever I sesh Mac's always on the playlist so gotta love it gotta love it <laughs> yeah no Ma- Mac's like Mac. there's so many like different moods that you can listen to Mac Miller's music and like I'll bump him in the car and it's great and then I'll be it's sitting nice. in like sitting in the hot tub having a drink type deal and you're listening to swimming and it's just there's there's no mood that Mac doesn't have like an album for Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, for uh, my personal Mac Miller experience, I uh, I really started getting into him around 2013. But when I started getting like deep, deep into music in about 2015, when I was when I was 15, um, is when I really like fell in love with Mac and his sound. Um, and one of the most exciting things for me was, as someone who had heard of him from like 2013 on, was being able to watch him like develop from like the kid who made you know kids. Um, and like the high life and the jukebox and all those like early mixtapes where he was just this like fun loving, like weed smoking teenager who was, you know, just trying to have fun Mm -hmm. to like the Mac that we started to see on, I I mean, it kind of starts with the divine feminine, I think, but especially on swimming in circles now is just this like profound thinker. I always come back to that word because I can't think of a better one to describe his more like recent releases. It's just so like thought provoking and it's just so deep and that development from like that like young teenager to this deep thinker is just something that i really resonated with and i really respected from a music standpoint a lot like incredibly (laughs) yeah like you look at swimming like i would never think that the guy who made like um 
uh, Kool Aid and Frozen Pizza was gonna make a song like 2009. Like it's just it, it's it's crazy. Um, I also feel like when Mac dies, it's kind of the same thing like with X too. There's so much he still had so much potential, so much that he could have improved, and I feel like it's sad that we're never gonna be able to see that now. Yeah, for sure. I I, I was really excited to see um what he had coming next. Supposedly swimming in circles, or there's supposed to be part of a trilogy with swimming as the like hybrid rap singing album circles as the singing album and there's supposed to be a third just pure rap album that i guess obviously we're never gonna get but i just i yeah i was i was really excited to see where he was gonna go i mean you know i i'm i love mac i'm sitting here wearing like my mac miller t-shirt i have like two mac miller records i have a mac miller tattoo um that i'm planning on adding to actually i don't know if i told you that but i know what i'm gonna get in the middle now Um, anyways though uh, you know, like the thumbs up, like the most dope thumbs up. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, sick. Wanna, yeah, I want Yeah, I'm gonna okay. get that in the middle. Um, do it. Do it. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. What else? Uh, you know, we dropped. Uh, he dropped. Sorry, not we. Uh, circles this year, um, which is to this day probably my. It's among my favorite albums of the year. I I have a weird time trying to rank that one because it's a posthumous release and i've always felt weird about those but it's it's an it's an incredible album probably my favorite posthumous of all time um you like that album right i love that album ever i don't know i heard it the minute it came out listened to it vibe to it it just it felt different than max other albums i don't know it felt like he definitely had a different direction with it yeah no, I know what you mean there. It's uh, That was one of the first articles I wrote for Stay Tuned, actually, and I was so excited to write that one just because I will take any opportunity I can to talk about Mac. Um, that theme, actually. I do want to take a few minutes here to celebrate like the Mac that I feel like we don't talk about enough anymore here in 2020. And um, I'm talking about mixtape Mac, of course. Um, you know, everybody on like Twitter and social medias is always talking about uh, kids and faces, but Mac has like... 11 mixtapes apart from that and i think two eps and there's just there's so much content there to enjoy and it's all it's all it's all good i mean there's none in there that i can say i objectively dislike even as like beat tapes like as um what the hell's the uh uh larry larry fishburn fisherman yeah Uh, it always it's one of the two um one of them's a celebrity and one of them is max alter ego anyways um yeah, originally though I was gonna I was gonna get us to rank all like third or thirteen plus fifteen projects there, but then I realized that nobody has probably sat and listened to all of them like I have, or some of us have. But um, I haven't even listened to all of them yet. I'm still trying to get uh, through some. Yeah, I mean ones. some of them are like ancient, and half of them have like twenty five songs on them, so it is it is a bit of a project. I I've been through all of them. There were a couple I hadn't listened to until he uh, passed actually, but I've gotten through all of them now. Um, but anyways, yeah, so instead of doing all of them, I figured we could talk about, like, our top five, um, and just for clarity's sake for anyone, we're just talking about mixtapes here, I'll save, uh, the albums for another episode, or maybe, uh, an article, um, yeah, so, I guess without further ado, we can jump into that, I think, for me, number one has got to be Faces, um, Kids and Faces are objectively the best two, I think. I, I don't think there's much room for argument there. Your order of them, maybe, is debatable. Um, but I think I, I gotta put Faces as number one. I think it might even be my ba- Max' like, best project as a whole. Um, I love swimming, of course, but 
faces is it's right up there um is that one your favorite uh yeah faces is also my favorite i feel like we're similar people we might have a somewhat similar list <laughs> it, it really wouldn't shock me considering the amount of times we've listened to mac together and the amount of songs that we seem to like in common Five yeah two in the car yeah um anyways for me i would have to put kids second um again faces and kids get the most attention and it, it's for good reason um now you're just copying my list I, <laughs> man i'm i have it written down here like um no i don't know though like i i've always i don't know it's weird people like to hate on popular music um but like popular music is popular for a reason people talk about kids and faces the most because kids and faces are probably the best two of the mixtapes um I think they're both classic mixtapes, classic projects in general, probably. In terms of like a third, though, maybe I'll 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 go away from the easy answers and I'll I'll say Macadelic. Um, that one is on streaming services, but it's officially listed and marketed as a uh, mixtape. Um, it, it's super good too. It was one of my the first albums I actually got into by him. Her project, sorry. Um, what do you have at two and three? Uh, so I have Kids, and then I got Macadelic for two and three. Nice. Who's copying who now? Uh, I still think you're copying me because I had this shit written down. So. <laughs> um. I think you anyways. Have to my paper. All right. Maybe we got something different at four and five. Um. Yeah, that, that's a tough okay. one for me actually. There's a few. There's an, there's a couple options I could go with. Um. I think for four, it's got to be best day ever though. Um. That that's that's a pretty great project. It's it's a lot of fun. It I believe that one's on streaming services too now, right? It got remastered. Um. Yeah. And that's uh, it's just a super fun album to sit back to. It's it's he's got a few of uh, his bigger songs on there. Best day ever, of course. Uh, Donald Trump is off that album, I believe, or mixtape. I keep calling it an album. Um, so I think that's my my pretty clear choice for number four. I think those top four are pretty solid in place. Number five, there's a little room for debate in my mind. Um, I'm gonna stick with the high life. Um, it's not my my favorite project of his. There's definitely some skips, but to be able to like sit back like on the porch having a drink or you know doing whatever it's just that album's just it, it's such a nice vibe to like sit outside and just just vibe to you know and see for that reason that's why i have high life at four <laughs> Aha! i'm glad we got some diversity in there thank god and then yeah number five best day ever so almost similar list uh, almost the exact same list almost <laughs> Although I, I can't say I'm too surprised by that. I was actually surprised by how different our weekend ranking was. Um, I thought yeah. we might be a little more similar there, but we have a bit of diversity. This one this one is more up to speed, I think. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun, though. It um, was a lot of fun. Uh, now I just want to go listen to like some Mac mixtapes. It's been, it's been a while. I haven't listened to one in like a month. I think I listened to kids. When I, when I drive home, I might listen to one on the way oh that's smart quick. yeah when i when i get my car on monday i think the like first thing i'm going to be listening to is some mac Whoa. it's always been a big deal for me when i get a new car the first song i've played i know the first song i've played in every car um what when i got my 03 dodge neon the first car i played was all me uh drake big sean two chains um the first song i listened to in the caliber ever the first okay the first song i ever listened to in the caliber was shot for me by drake um the first song i listened to with my new sound system in the caliber was holy key 
because you know that song is oh, iconic. Oh, oh, oh yes. And I think the first car or first song I'm going to listen to in the TL, it's going to be a Mac song. I haven't decided which one. Probably off circles. Just think that's going to be a good vibe for a good day. Can you guess which song was uh, my first played song in my car? Oh, who's the artist? Who's the artist? Drake. Drake. Oh, um, over. Yep. Uh, (laughs) I know you too well. Uh, Anyway, speaking of Drake and Toronto artists, uh, let's move on to Tory Lanez because I wanted to talk about him. Um, We talked last week, obviously, about Tory Lanez for anyone who listened. Shout out everyone who listened, by the way. Uh, We appreciate all of you and all the support. Um, Quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. Thanks, Christian. Um, nope. Working on getting this on Spotify. I'm not sure why it's not on there yet. They said 24 hours, but it's been a couple days now. But we're working on it. Um, hopefully, this one will be up on there. Um, but shout out all the listeners. Um, anyways, last week we listened to, and sorry, last week we talked about Tory Lanez. Um, and a week later, he's still dominating headlines. It's um, Quarantine Radio. I don't know if anyone has been following this the way we have. But Quarantine Radio was uh, shut down by the CEO of Instagram. Um, before, according to Tori, he, he called the CEO of Instagram, sent him the new album before it was released. And the CEO said, this album is so good. We're going to remove the ban for the first time in history. And then told Tori to keep it PG, PG 13. So, um, I I don't know if that story is true, but if it is, that that's, that's kind of badass. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't think it's true, but I really, I really fucking want it to be true. Cause that's the greatest story of all time, man. Yeah, like, I don't know. Anyways, though, Quarantine Radio is back. Um, back and better than ever. I, I, I really don't want to talk about it. I don't. I just... It's some of the stuff that goes on there is a little ridiculous, but it's a good time. It's fun. I love his streams, man. It's, I, I never know what to expect with it. <laughs> no, the, he's crazy, though. Um, the milk. <laughs> the milk. Oh. The milk. Um, of course, though, uh, he did drop New Toronto 3, which we talked about last week. Um, I gotta assume you listened. Oh, I listened to it right away. I loved it. I was excited for this. I waited for it. I listened to it. I was happy with it. Yes. So, what'd you think? Uh, I loved it. Wasn't necessarily his best work, but I think it's a good stepping stone for what's to come, especially now that he's out of his label, so he's a lot more creative freedom with what he can do. I don't know. A lot of the songs in the mixtape, it's just like good songs to have on shuffle. I don't know. Like, every single one of them, if they come up on Shuffle, I just feel like, yeah, I can turn up to this. It's not really anything bad on there. I mean, that's fair. I, I am excited to see what he's going to do now that he's a uh, free agent, as he keeps saying. Um, he originally he suggested... What's that, sorry? You think he's going to sign with OVO? I don't know. That'd be dope. But I uh, I don't know. He doesn't... I feel like at this point, he might just stay independent or like start his own label type deal. He's, he's getting pretty big. Like, when we were talking... He, I feel like, like he might start his own. Yeah, like Chicks Tape yeah. 5 went number one, I believe. Um, this album is probably going to do pretty good numbers, especially with the whole quarantine radio hype he's building. But um, yeah, I don't know. He suggested that he's going to drop a lot of new music now that he's free. So let's uh, hope and pray for that. Anyways, though, about this album, um, realistically, it's not my favorite Tory album or project, I guess. Um, the production's good. His vocals are fun and smooth. But like, I don't know, some of the flows are a little iffy for me he i don't know if he's off beat i don't think he is but it's just sometimes it's like i'm listening to it and it's not getting me as like hyped as i feel like some of the other songs do like you listen to like broken a minute which was my favorite of the singles and it's just like 
he's just like riding that beat so smooth and i mean he's not going to do that all the time obviously but like when he's on like that like he's one of my favorite rappers in the game um and he wasn't on like that a lot on this project which is fine uh i just yeah i don't know there's there's some like definite bangers on there um pricey and spicy you went hard on yeah pricey and spicy is nice um the one with uh um not little tj who's the other feature uh uh it was little tj no oh, there's fuck. there's there's another feature oh mansa yeah 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 the song with mansa that song goes hard um that's fire anyways though yeah there's times i just i got lost up in his rapping and like it, it's good like there's no narrative arc or anything but i i didn't expect that from a tory lane's mixtape um i feel like there's gonna be some songs in there that like once the weather's better and i'm out driving a lot more hopefully quarantine is over but i i feel like it's gonna be an album that suits that mood more than me sitting in my bedroom right now does like it's, i don't it's really definitely a go out and do something while listening to the album <laughs> yeah so outside yeah. type party vibe yeah no i agree like it, it, it's a fun album don't get me wrong it's just it's not amazing and if if i'm being completely honest this is kind of the second straight project from tori that i haven't been super impressed with um, which is unfortunate because I do really like him as an artist. Uh, I think he has some really good projects out there. This one, this one's just not everything I wanted, but it's 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 still a good album. I mean, oh man, you might just be asking for too much. I liked it. I, I I'm not saying it's bad. It's like it's probably like a six point five, maybe closer to a seven, but I'm gonna stick six point five. Stay I, stay with if my I were gut. To rate it on like a scale like that. I would say like eight, eight and a half. Closer. That's to fair. Eight. All right. Um, one of the other things I wanted to talk about was um, some of the albums I guess dropping on Friday. Things really pretty slow week for releases, in all honesty. But I'm looking forward to Tech Nine's album Enterfear. Mm -hmm. uh, it comes out on the 17th, and it should be a solid project from him. I, I don't really think we've ever discussed him. Are you a fan? I'm not like a hardcore fan. I do follow his music. Um, not like obviously every track, but I don't know if a track gets big or like one comes up on discover and i like it i'll listen to it but i don't know not like somebody would go out and see live <laughs> yeah no i I, <laughs> I know what you're saying though i've i've never been a diehard fan by any means either uh he, he is a solid rapper though i listened to um not last year's album uh in 2019 he dropped an album i think i think it was called nina uh i i didn't listen to that one but i did listen to 2018's planet and that was a pretty solid project actually it was like i think by the end of the year it was still in like my top 30 maybe uh you you should probably check that one out if you haven't heard it there's a joint on there with mgk that's pretty solid and i like the song uh tapping in was on my rotation for a bit mm -hmm. I, but, haven't, um, I haven't listened no, to the, the album but yeah i'm gonna have to give that a listen yeah the uh the track list for enter fear the new album does it looks pretty solid there's there's no huge features but he's uh there's there's a joint with uh flatbush flatbush zombies sorry that I, i'm sure is going to be pretty good they i feel like they'd team up well together i don't know do they have any music together i i don't know offhand but I don't. I don't think they do. Yeah. No, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be good though. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we end this today, or? Um, Drake. Oh yeah. Yeah, we should get to that. Um, yeah, were you in that live, or did you see the videos after? Um, I saw the last of the live, but I saw the videos after for most of the shit yeah true yeah he said uh 
think I said most of those were some pretty old songs, but I, th there's some good songs on there. He's been holding back. Yeah, I know. Like, I was listening to it. And I'm like, damn, this shit should have been released. Like, God. Yeah, like, I, no offense, you know me, I love Drake, but, like, some of that is, I mean, significantly better than some of the stuff we got on Scorpion. Not that I hate Scorpion, but I just, there's definitely a few skips on that album and some of those yeah. snippets anyways were sounding pretty fire i was really scared that if drake was doing an album he was gonna go for like the whole <coughs> toronto vibe that he's been trying to go for kind of like british grime shit I haven't been a huge yeah. fan of that hopefully he kind of returns to being you know this is what i'm gonna do this is my unique shit but, i didn't hate it on like more life i i thought he had fun with some accents there i mean like look at like eminem uh, as much as people clown on eminem and relapse especially but like when he does his accents it's it's some of those songs are good i don't care what people say people hate real uh relapse sorry that album like, fucking legendary album i love that shit i don't mind when he does the accents it's like specifically the new toronto flow like what's the one song that he dropped this year war wasn't a huge fan of it that was the one with uh, chair, chair Girl was in the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For War. Um, yeah, I, I, honestly, War was War was okay. A lot of people slept on that song, I think, just because it was only released on YouTube and whatnot, but I don't know. It was okay. It wasn't my favorite Drake song. Uh, Chicago Freestyle is unreal, though. I love that song. Chicago Freestyle is amazing. God. Do you, like, uh, do you like Tootsie Slide? I didn't mind it. Uh, it gave me a lot of, like, hot blind bling type vibes. So very upbeat, very light, happy. I didn't mind it. Yeah, it, I, I felt like he was trying honestly, to go for that unique style of hey, try and bring back Hotline Bling that era. I'm gonna go on the record here. I hope people don't make fun of me, but that song it kind of goes hard. It's like it's low key a banger. It's so like I don't know. It's fun. Mm -hmm. It's like, very light. I don't dance. Song. I don't dance, but I kind of want to dance to that song. I feel like it would be fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it's a good time. Like I, I just, I don't know. I like the music video for it too. Flex in the new house. Oh, that house is unreal. I wish I had money for a house like that, man. The oh amount of times God. I have gone out of my way to drive by his house—that sounds super creepy. I don't know if I should put that on the <laughs> podcast. But, like, whenever I'm driving near, like, the bridal path, I'm just like, yo, Drake's house is five minutes away. We're about to go take a drive by. It's massive, though. It's huge. I don't know. Do so I sound I like a stalker? Can, can I admit to this on, on, on the air here? I don't know if this part can stay on the air or not, but... Uh, that's fine. Drake, Drake can know I stalk him. Who cares? There's not a lot of mansions around me. Anyways... Uh, it's been real having you. Thanks for joining us again for another episode. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I guess we will see you next Wednesday. It'll be next week. <laughs> Shout out Brady Kelly, who's going to have to edit all our nonsense. Um, I love you, VK. We had Thanks in the past, like, <laughs> yeah, in the past, this podcast, by the time it's edited, like, this part of it is probably going to be 20 minutes long. We have been recording for about an hour. We had um, one of Christian's roommates come into the room and start speaking Japanese <laughs> at one point. Christian was eating pasta during the podcast. Like this, this is this episode has been a bit of a train wreck. Quarantine is not helping with our temporary setups here, but uh, we're making it work. But shout out Brady Kelly who edits uh, and produces these. Uh, he's also the tech guy. Um, Thank you, BK. You big big appreciation for him.
because this is not going to be fun to edit. Without you, this probably wouldn't be possible because the editing process would be fucking awful. No, I tried to edit some of the first video to help him, and I, I got so annoyed. My computer also sucks, but... Alright. Well, it's been real. Me on. Been real. Peace, guys. Alright, thanks again to Christian Dukic. Uh, always a pleasure to have him here. This week I want to discuss an album that I'm a big fan of. Uh, it's Janae Aiko's Chilombo. <clears throat> Janae is a uh, California-based R&B singer and probably my favorite R&B artist. Maybe my favorite female artist in general. Um... If you haven't heard of her, you should probably check her out. Uh, 2013's EP, Sail Out, is super good. Probably her best work. Um, anyways, yeah, she dropped an album in 2020 called Chilombo. It is It really continues this trend of hers that she started to make of this um, sensual, smooth, and like, I don't know, just chill, mellow music. Um, it's melodic. It's, uh, it, it's just soft. It's nice. A, the album cover is just a simple picture of her taken in Hawaii. A lot of inspiration for this album was um, drawn from a vacation she took to Hawaii, which is the birthplace of her grandmother. Um, she said that when she was in Hawaii, she was inspired by the album's na the island's natural beauty and uh, the raw power of nature there. So it inspired her to go hit the booth and freestyle this entire album, um, as legend says. The album's name also pays homage to her Native American roots. Her father is Native American, and the last name Cholombo is a surname of the Luvale tribe. Um, her full name is Janae Aiko Efuru Cholombo. I hope I pronounce everything there right. And Janae breaks the last name down in, uh, I believe it was on her Twitter or Instagram, maybe both. Um, basically, the Chi represents life force. L stands or uh, is love. Om is the sound of the universe. B represents base or the leg and the foot, and the final O represents eternity, infinity, perfection, totality, and wholeness. Um, all of this obviously combines to uh, spell it Cholombo. So, I guess. Oh, before we get into the album, there's one more interesting thing about this album: is uh, it incorporates aspects and elements of sound healing. Um, I personally don't have much experience or uh, education on sound healing or chakras or crystal alchemy, but yeah, every song in this album incorporates some aspect of a crystal crystal alchemy bowl. Um, there's more details on Janae Aiko's Instagram, I believe it's just at Janae Aiko, um, where she breaks down what chakras are used in each song, so if that's something you're interested in, go check it out. Anyways, I want to get on to my thoughts on the album. Um, I guess first of all, I want to talk about the album's narrative because it centers on a uh, pretty basic story about a breakup. Not much information is really given on the relationship itself or the breakup, like the uh, the, the details surrounding the breakup. Um, it's more about the after effects of a breakup and getting over it. The album starts off very raw, very genuine, very um, emotional, and uh, it, she she seems very hurt by the breakup. Um, this goes on for about the first three or four songs, and then as the album progresses, this bitterness kind of transforms into denial, which is, of course, one of the um, stages of grief. This denial kind of boils over at times into these moments of anger and these this frustration that is clear on some songs. 
this denial isn't the typical denial that you would see. It's more of a denial in the form of denying that she's affected by this breakup anymore and pretending that she's okay. Um, this doesn't last very long. She begins to cope by smoking. And then she quickly finds a new love that is very exciting. And she feels temporarily satisfied. But again, this quickly boils into this fabricated reality where she realizes that she really hasn't let go of her past relationship. Um, this is sort of where the album's narrative ends. It kind of doesn't really give us much closure. It leaves you in this emotional limbo where you're left to interpret the scenario that she's now outlined, where she realizes that she's still not over it, and that's sort of the end of it. Um, we don't really know where it goes from there. Um, it, it does leave you thinking, though, about her, her mental state at this time and uh, where she's going to go from there. Um, onto some more sonic elements of the album. There's some solid features from uh, Future, Her, Miguel, Absol, Nas. Uh, there's this beautiful breakup ballad with uh, her longtime partner, Big Sean. Um, th those features really make this good album into even better. It's just... They, they, most of the features do lend nicely with Janae's voice. I mean, even some of the more questionable ones like Absol, who she's worked with a few times, are very um, charismatic with her voice. Like they, 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 they vibe together well. And the production on the album is maybe its weakest point. It features a lot of these... Uh, what's the word that I'm going for? It, it There's a lot of just simple, soft basic production elements that kind of create a polarizing effect for me anyway because on one hand they do allow Janae's voice to sort of take over and her her vocal prowess really can take charge on these simple like product these these simply produced beats on the other hand though it, it is noticeable that it kind of stays in one key um, it gets a little repetitive, it gets a little boring on the production end. The album is, I believe, 60 minutes long. And somewhere in those 60 minutes, you do get a little lost up in the production because it becomes a little mellow. And not in like the good sense where it's a mellow part of the album, it's just all mellow. And it, it does make it hard to get through your first few listens. As time goes on, that was an element that sort of didn't stick with me as much. But on my first few listens, I, I really was a bit jarred by the lack of variety in production. Um, overall, though, the story of the album, it is relatable, it's genuine, it's nice. The sound is good, the sound is very smooth to the ears, it's very nice to the ears, but in, in an interesting way where you really connect with the music, I find, and you're, you're, you're almost transported to a new world. Her voice is somewhat euphoric in a way. It's, it, it sort of transcends your traditional listening experience where it kind of lifts you above and takes you to this realm that she's trying to describe for you. Um, not to give it too much credit, though, there, there of course, are the shortcomings, notably the production. Um, I think the album's biggest hindrance is the sense of inertia you feel with it. The repetitive nature of Janae's voice mixed with the repetitive production really does kind of leave you at times wanting more. It... it there's this stagnant feeling throughout the album, and it is largely in part due to the, the minuscule production, and that feeling is noticeable. 
throughout nearly the entire project, especially beyond the first five or six songs where you begin to realize, okay, the whole album is going to sound this monotone. Um, admittedly, though, somewhere within this good 60-minute album, I think there's a great 40-minute album. I think maybe some more co or concise cuts, some more... Some less yes-men in her corner, I guess, not more, would perhaps lead to this more cohesive, not cohesive, it is very cohesive as it is, but this more complete-feeling album where it's doesn't feel like you're being dragged through the end of it. Um, just her vocals are, are, are almost at times too mellow, too soft, compared to her R&B counterparts, um, especially the ones who are gaining rise recently. Look at SZA, look at her who have these powerful voices. I, I don't find Janae, if she does encompass that, which she has exhibited on previous albums, she doesn't tap into it on this album, which isn't the vibe she's going for, but it it does leave this album feeling a little bland at times. Um, I've spoken a lot of negatives about this album. I, I don't want you to get me wrong. I am a huge fan of this album. For lack of a better idiom, it is incredibly chill. It's the type of album I want to kick back to um, and just experience it's something that i have revisited plenty of times this year if you're in the mood for this soft vocal experience um heartbreak music with good melodies then this album is is for you um admittedly it's not for everybody a lot of rap fans i guess probably wouldn't particularly like this album though if you're into the soft r&b scene this this album is really going to do it for you i think it's um it's a great showcase of Janae's talent, and it just, it really encompasses who she is as an artist, and I think it has a very clear goal. Um, and it's a well-executed goal, I just don't know if I fully agree that the goal was the right creative decision in this moment for Janae. Overall, though, it's an incredible experience. It's a great album to listen to, and it's one that, as I said, I've revisited plenty of times this year. It's near my top 10 of the year if it's not in it. I'd give it a 8, 8.5 maybe. I'm going to stick with 8. I'll, stay, I'll, I'll give it an 8. And I, I just think its highs do outweigh the lows, and it's an album that I hope everyone gets some time to check out. If not the whole thing, maybe listen to um, some of the highlights of it. None of your concern with Big Sean, as I mentioned, is a is a great great song. BS with her, I, I like the song with Nas, and I, I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Um, thanks for tuning into this album review, and I hope you have a great week. All right, and that's going to be a wrap for the podcast this week, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I hope that everyone has a great week. Thanks for listening to the Stay Tuned Podcast, everybody. I've been your host, Anthony Canonico. Stay Tuned is produced and edited by Brady Kelly. Special thank you to my correspondent, Kristen Dukic. Check out more from Stay Tuned Media at staytunedmedia underscore on Twitter or at www.staytunedmedia1.wixsite.com. Thanks again, and remember to stay tuned for next week's episode.